Our weekly conversation with Jack Edwards is brought to you by DNC Mechanical, the HVAC's experts in Tewksbury. Hiring installers right now at DC Mechanical, HVAC.com. Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline is Jack Edwards, who's uh, hanging out right now back here in Boston, but that's okay. I know they're out in Seattle. Jack, how you doing? Last time we saw the Bees, they were beating one of the best teams in hockey in Colorado. Yeah. Um, <laughs> every time you're, you're tempted to think of the Bruins rebuild, which is coming some year <laughs> and not this year, uh, they, they stand up and have a terrific game. And, you know, the, uh, the take on that in Colorado, because I have family and friends in Denver, was that uh, the ads just didn't show up. But um, except for about 10 minutes of the Colorado game in Denver this season, the Bruins have soundly outplayed the Avs. So uh, they can play with anybody. They can skate with anybody except Florida and Carolina, and they have yet to prove that this year. But mm-hmm. there's a long way to go, and they get Brad Marchand back tonight at 10. And they do, and it's the first game of that six-game road trip. So uh, I saw Omar, it looks like he's going to be in net tonight, I believe. Um yeah. I'm just wondering, you know, Swayman, the way he's looked the last four games, it seems to be like this uh, an even split here so far when you look at some of the games. But does Swayman start taking over? Does he start getting more of those starts with the way he's been playing? You get that feeling, certainly. Um, I I think uh, Jeremy Swayman's uh, tour of duty in Providence did him a lot of good. Uh, Bob Essenza is as fine a goalie coach as there is in all of hockey and uh, the noticeable thing about Swayman's technique is he was uh, deflecting a lot more rebounds to safe areas, to the corners, to the boards, and uh, that was a, a serious problem before he went down, before Tukarask attempted his comeback. And, and if that's a permanent correction uh, at such a young age in terms of NHL experience, this is uh, a bright future for this kid. Uh, so, Jack, you're going to have to help me out with this one because I thought Jake DeBrusque wanted to be traded, and now it seems like he's being rewarded being part of that first line. Like, what is going on? Are they just showcasing this guy, or did he actually earn a spot in the first line? Uh, I I don't know if he uh, classically earned it, um, but – uh, they got to make a move with Marshawn coming back, and Jake has not performed well on the right side. He's left shot. He's a natural left wing. He's played some really excellent hockey during his brief career in the NHL at left wing, but uh, he uh, has to be in the lineup because um, he's the better of the uh, forward options that they have. Marshawn has got to play with Bergeron because they're arguably the most effective pair of forwards in the NHL. And, um, you know, I, I, I applaud Bruce Cassidy for putting Eric Halla between David Pasternak and Taylor Hall because uh, for a while there, they were absolutely magical. And with uh, Marshawn and Bergeron together, on the first line, that means that uh, the hollow line should be getting um, beneficial uh, 
pairings on D from the opponents. So, uh, you know, I Jake Jake worked himself down into the third line and fourth line recently, and he scored two goals in two games, and so uh, they got to put him somewhere, and that's uh, that's the place they're gonna try. He's a hot streak. He's on a hot streak right now. The heater, yeah. take advantage yeah. of it. Yeah. Heater. Two, two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, after uh, Saturday's win against uh, Ottawa, Bruce Cassidy brought up that maybe he uh, has too many nice guys on his team. Um, I won't use the word he used. Um, is this team capable of being a little dirtier, nastier, if they need to go in that direction? You know, uh, Bruce Cassidy, Andy, has always said um, – that uh, Brandon Carlo needs to take his uh, nasty pills before games because Carlo is six five or six six now, and um, he's got a a potential of being a huge physical force on the ice, and uh, sometimes he is not that, and. It's getting to be the time of the season that the referees are going to let a lot of stuff go. And if you don't take advantage of that, uh, opposing forwards will set up, take your goalie's eyes away, tip pucks for needless goals, and uh, get to the puck sooner than you on a rebound. And and that's what Cassidy was saying, that he would he would not like – dirty play because uh, the Bruins are in the uh, bottom 10 in terms of least times penalized in the league. They don't want to put any more pressure on their penalty kill, but uh, he'd like to see a little bit of uh, on-the-edge legal nastiness from the decor. Oh, we're talking to Jack Edwards. Jack, you mentioned Jake DeBrusque, and I know the trade deadline is uh, a little bit more than a little bit less than a month away. I saw a report out of San Jose that maybe they had some interest in DeBrusque. Uh, they actually, in the article, mentioned that they had some may have some issues trying to get an extension for Tomas Hurdle. So you tell me, do you extend this deal, DeBrusque? Do you do what you have to? What, what you have to? Do you add first round picks or other players and try to bring in a guy like Tomas Hurdle and sign him to that extension? And there's your centerman, you know, one of them for the future. Well, if they can fit Hurdle's next deal under their cap, he makes them a way better team because mm-hmm. Tomas Hurdle is probably the best rental available on the the uh, soon-to-be free agent market. And if they can pick him up for the stretch drive and uh, the uh, playoffs, um, it makes them a better team. But um, signing Hurdle to his next deal – I believe he's uh, 29 or 30 years old. Uh, He's looking for his big payday, and it's going to be a seven-year contract. It's going to be upwards of $8 million a year on the cap, I believe. And uh, I don't anticipate the Bruins having that kind of money to extend him because Pasternak's up after next season. So uh, it's a nice idea. Uh, Don Sweeney is really good at math, <laughs> better than me, and maybe he can figure out a way. All right, let me give you another name then, because it looks like uh, Phil Kessel out in Arizona. He's being rumored to be uh, going to be dealt somewhere. It sounds like they're willing to pick up half his deal, and they just want a third back. Is that worth it, bringing Phil Kessel back for a little bump here? <laughs> 
Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be fun. You know, you know, uh, Phil, Phil is, uh, <laughs> threatening the, uh, the uh, Iron Man mark that uh, Keith Yandel of Milton, Massachusetts, uh, <laughs> and that uh, he owns because uh, unlike Yandel, who throws his body in front of opposing players and uh, anybody's shot, uh, Phil Phil is interested in self-preservation. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's um, you know he he had his his most glorious years. Uh, in terms of of winning what counts in Pittsburgh, where he was a power play specialist and a third-line right wing for Mike Sullivan. And um, (laughs) I I have it on pretty good authority that he drove Sully nuts because he refuses to back-check. So if you've got a slot like that on your team uh, that is a need – a legitimate need. Um, I, I think that Kessel's a good fit. Uh, I think the Bruins have uh, one of the best power plays in the NHL when it's clicking, and uh, they need like uh, a Jacob Chikrin off of Arizona's roster before they need Phil Kessel. So, you know, just real quick, I want to go back to DeBrus real quick because the NHL uh, trade deadline is, is March 21st. So yeah. by that by that time, do you think he's still a Bruin, or do you think he's gone? Um, I I think uh, Don Sweeney is uh, is going to try to move him, but I think that he's getting lowballed right now. Um, if if Jake scores four goals in the next six games on this road trip, uh, his stock rises and maybe Sweeney can get something for him. But um, I, you know, looking into my inaccurate crystal ball, I, I see uh, DeBrusque getting uh, moved before the draft. Jack, there was a uh, guy who made playing into your 40s popular around here, and he got a lot of credit for it. Uh, he played football. There was another guy that kind of did the exact same damn thing in Tom Brady's shadow. Zdeno Chara about to uh, break the all-time games played record for defensemen. He's 44. As crazy it is to think about, he played in the 90s. Um, does he get enough credit for what he's accomplished? I know he's going to be a Hall of Famer and he's great, but I almost feel like he got lost in the the whole Brady TB12 story and did something just as impressive or maybe more so. Yeah, in the hockey world, he is universally revered. Uh, and Sedano Chara has not chased fame. Uh, he's chased accomplishments. And tonight when he takes the ice, I believe the Islanders are in San Jose, uh, he will break Chris Chelios's all-time record for most games by a defenseman in the NHL. And, you know, it's it's just a tribute to his endurance and his safe self-made um, person as well as player. And um, I, you know, I, to compare across sports and to compare a quarterback uh, to a defenseman is uh, probably not reasonable, but um yeah, everybody took a backseat to Tom Brady, <laughs> you know, and and I I don't think uh, Chara begrudges him that. Uh, I I think 
more and more as time goes on and we see Bruins goalies save percentages go down uh, compared to what they were in uh, the Chara power years. Uh, we'll appreciate him ever the more. All right, he is Jack Edwards, Bruins, Seattle Kraken. That is tonight out in Seattle at 10 p.m. Got some late nights here, Jack. Enjoy some hockey. Look forward to talking to you next week. Looking forward to my 930 Duncan. <laughs> there you go. Perfect, right? Got to stay awake. <laughs> yeah. All right, enjoy it, pal. All the best. All right, that's Jack. Jack Edwards from Nesson.